let's talk about the cutest little town in the western part of Colorado, Grand Junction. If you like to drink, they have it. If you like outdoorsy stuff, they have that too. If you just like to shop in cutesy little towns, this one has that as well, and so much more. Hello, and welcome back to A to Z with Amy Z. I'm your host, Amy Z. And this is the second of the travel series, so let's do this. Okay, so I know if you've even listened to probably one of my other episodes, you know a lot about me, like that I love coffee and I love Colorado, the two favorite seas in my land. I do, I love them. And I'm having to give up a lot of coffee right now. I'm doing a bit of a tea detox and I'm not going to tell you that it's working, but then again, it's only been about 36 hours. So try it if you want. Me, not so much. But in Colorado, it is gorgeous. It's absolutely stunning all along I-70, which by the now, by the way, right now is closed down indefinitely because of the mudslides, because of the fires last year in 2020. And now the mudslides have unfortunately, they, they, it killed three people, um, but have just obliterated the roads um, from about Gypsy to Glenwood Springs. Glenwood Springs being one of my very favorite places because they have the hot spring pools that you can sit out in the middle of winter. We literally have done that and just looked up at the snow-capped mountains. One time it was snowing on us while we were in this hot spring pool. It was amazing. And then um, the Vapor Caves. We went to the Vapor Caves last year. I think I talked about I don't know if I talked about this on my podcast. I'm, I'm going to have to go back in my catalog of, of podcasts, but they're vapor caves the Indians discovered eons and eons ago. And so either coming into or out of Grand Junction, we like to stop there and, and get our little um, medicinal waters on while we're in Glenwood Springs. But right now, not so much. You can get there through other ways, but do not expect to travel on I-70 for a while. So that's just our local update and our traffic report. Now, on to what you can do in the Grand Junction Palisade Fruta area. You, if you like drinking, have a plethora of ways to become inebriated. The wineries there are, are beautiful. They aren't um, Napa Valley, which I haven't been to, but I've seen plenty of pictures. But they are really they can be some, there's some really tasteful wines. There's a lot of areas that you can go and um, do a tasting and it is beautiful and scenic. And that's something we did um, this last spring when my daughter graduated, we went out there and we are like, we've never tasted anything at the winery. So let's, we've, we've got to do this. And we did, and it was well worth it. The breweries there, we already knew were really good. Um, but the wineries this time we decided to try out and some really amazingly beautiful scenic areas, and then some that were just like, you know, you drive up, you get a drink, and um, maybe buy a gift or a bottle or something. Some obviously more sweeter than others, but yeah, overall, definitely a good selection of quality, quality wines. I would name the winery that we went to or a couple of them, but hmm, email me with inquiring minds if you'd like to know. Edgewater is one of our very favorite breweries. There's several of those as well. Why did I just drop a name when I said I wasn't going to drop it in wineries? I don't know. We love Edgewater. It's literally on the edge of the water. No, it isn't. 
Why am I lying twice already in this one episode? In the first five minutes, I'm lying. It's it's like you got to take the bike path. It's right there close to the edge of the water, but it's not actually on the water. So I was, I'm just already obliterating this entire podcast. We love to have a good beer or a glass of wine with dinner at the end of the night. Brewery food is usually pretty basic American sandwich kind of stuff, you know, wraps and salads. and But some of these places have really good food. I think that's why we are dropping them their names right now. So go, go. If you love to shop, I will say that some of the best antique shopping in particular is going to be found in those like one-off little towns where things are just slow moving and there's probably a lot of hidden treasures still to be found in those places versus antique shops maybe near me, although antiquing here, I've been told, is pretty cool. I've been to some, but I feel like I see the same stuff over and over. Whereas when you go to these little southwestern towns or just these little offshoot beaten places, I feel like you find like these treasures, like, holy cow, this is awesome. And that's exactly, that's exactly what um, we found. Oh, shoot, that was four years ago when we were out there. There was this antique store that was, well, I, I okay, I will, okay, a little baby shout out to Bloomington, Indiana, because we did antique there when my daughter was in school at IU. And that, we lost ourselves for hours in that store. All of us, all five of us, the whole family was just like, in awe. But again, Bloomington, outside of being a college town, isn't really a big town otherwise. It's not far from Indianapolis, but it's really a drive. So again, these little offshoot in towns. So Grand Junction has the cutest little main street, and now it's growing so much that some of the offshoot little streets have shops as well. So don't neglect to check out those if you're in the Grand Junction area. But this one antique store that we went into, we found these old slides, like, I don't, I'm really probably aging myself, but if anybody was, had a grandpa that she had one of those, uh, gosh, I don't remember what they're called, but they like slid the discs. So when you went to, when you took your pictures with an old fashioned camera and you took it to get, um, to the Photoshop to get printed, you could get, you know, your three and a half by fives, your eight by tens, whatever you wanted your pictures in to be in. And they also give you the negatives, but you could get them in slides. And so these little like discs that go into the round machine thing. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. It was terrible. I hated it when my parent, my grandparents would come back from a trip and we all had to go over there to have dinner to see all their pictures, the slides. And my grandpa would have to put them in individually into this circular thing. And then he'd project it on the wall and then they get to tell us about each and every picture and this is so-and-so and this is so-and-so I guess it was fine I was just a kid and I was like this is boring they're talking way too much where's the food I don't I just it was okay it was good but anyway so we're in this antique shop in Grand Junction and I have this little sliver in my bathroom that just needs some sort of art and I bought a piece eons ago that was just a cheap piece of stylish at the time art that just basically collected dust and thrilled no one. So I, so we're seeing this whole bucket full of, I think they were a nickel each of these old people's slides. And we just had, a, we went to town on that thing. We got all these slides and we're like, this is so cool. 
And so what do we do? We bring them home and we show our kids and we like, we couldn't, no, we did project them on the wall, but we had to do it a different way because we didn't have one of the circular slidey things. And they're like, you guys are, they didn't say this, but this is basically what they said. You guys are idiots. Why would you take somebody else's photos and want to bring that home? (laughs) We're like, I don't know. We thought it was really cool at the time. I still think it's really cool, clearly, but I have yet to make art with it. And that was like four years ago. Someday I will because I'm pretty, oh, I got some old postcards too. Like really old postcards, legitimate from Colorado. Like people at Steamboat Springs said, hi, mom, having a wonderful time. Hope, wish you were here. Love, Nancy. And we bought those too. So random. Uh, I got some jewelry and some other things, but we had so much fun. So if you like antiquing, that was a long story and the whole antiquing situation thing. Uh, but we, it's a really, it's a good place to antique. And since then, since four years ago, even there's another store and you can tell he's very choosy about what he takes. It's not just like a, a plethora of everything, but some really cool pieces of furniture and artwork and old albums. And so, and that was not on the main street. So if you're in, just keep, just keep wandering. It's awesome. But they have a lot of shops down, downtown on the main street, a lot of cute boutique clothing stores, outdoorsy stores. So if going to Grand Junction is on a whim for you, not to worry. You can get the stuff that you need. There's, you know, big box stores like REI, which we love. And then there's the little stores um, like, oh, shoot, it's called like Local, lo, no, Lokai, I think it is. And my husband got a jacket there. And this jacket can become like 12 different things. It's like the transformer of jackets. So they have everything you need, bikes, kayaks, whatever you're wanting to do there. If you forget anything or you need it, um, you can find it, even skis, which, well, we'll get into that later. So anything outdoorsy you can get there, tons of local restaurants, so many, so even some that have like the vegetarian, vegan options that use nothing but quality, locally grown things. So if that's your hipster thing to do, you're going to find it there coffee shops. Now, being that I'm a coffee connoisseur, I'm always looking for that nice, smooth flavored, not over roasted um, cup of coffee. And it's a, it can be a little tricky, but there's a lot, there's a lot in Grand Junction. Go with your gut. That's all I'm going to say is go with your gut. Cause there are some huts that have phenomenal coffee. And then there's some other places and you're like, man, this smelled so good going in and it's not really that great. But but honestly, they have more really good coffee places than they don't. So definitely give the quality coffee shops um, a, a, a look-see-loo. Um, and back to the breweries. The breweries will, oh no, let's talk about this. The Peach Festival in August. I don't know about you, but if I'm on a road trip, I love to pull over at random and either pick up a rock because I really like to collect rocks when I go places or I like to get the local produce. Like there's a reason why a guy loaded up his truck and is sitting on the side of the road in the dead of heat. It's because he's got really good stuff and it's probably a good price and you're handing cash over to the guy that probably picked it himself or something. I don't know, something like that. But in any case, you're supporting local, like serious local right then and there. So the Peach Festival in August in Palisade is one of those ways that you can support local, grow local, get local, and on the side of the road. 
and they put it in a nice paper bag, these jumbo fuzzy peaches, and they are delicious. Not only do can you just eat them, you can drink them because the local breweries will put them in their beer, including Breckenridge Brewery. And if you've ever had a beer and you've searched in the catalog of beers outside of Michelob Ultra and Budweiser, you're going to find Breckenridge. It's a big brewery and it's growing, I think AB actually bought them or AB, wait, no, it's InBev now. Yeah, something like that. But in any case, they use Palisade Peaches, which is right next door to Grand Junction. So super easy to get to, super easy to fall in love with. If you're in that part, please try them. Um, even if it's like something like peach jelly, that's, you know, if you're not, if you're not into wine, but you kind of can consume a peach here and there, grab some of that while you're there because they're so good. You're supporting local. It's super yummy. And that's part of the fun of it, right? When you go to different parts of the country or the world is to experience what is freshly local to them. And I'm just telling you, it's peaches. So I might be nuts. I might like them more than Georgia peaches, but go there yourself and you be the judge. I don't really care. Outdoor activities. Everybody knows Colorado is just one of those states where those people are always moving and grooving outdoors, whether it's wintertime, skiing, um, even hiking in the winter, snowshoeing, snowmobiling, tobogganing. There's summer. There's plenty of lakes to sail and hike and all kinds of stuff. But Grand Junction, it seems like it's kind of that mecca for all those things within a close range. I know there's got to be a ton of other places. I'm just going to really boast Grand Junction right now because I'm super proud that they are growing metropolis and they educated my kid. And that makes it number one on my list right now. But mountain biking, kayaking, rafting, um, you can go down the Colorado River, the Gunnison River, uh, do all kinds of crazy fun things in a smattering of minutes, not long at all, just really quickly. But hiking is seems to be like my my go-to right now. I love, I love a good hike. And Black Canyon of the Gunnison is about an hour south. And it's this hidden gem, just a hidden treasure of um, not just hiking. Like if you can't hike at some of these places, just being there and looking over at the cliffs, at the rock climbers, at the birds. Um, Mike and Easton went there when we were there for Sophie's graduation. And a bird, these weird birds, I can't, I think they may have, I don't know. They may have told us what it was, but it came, it would like swoop right past your face but almost like it was like a torpedo flying right next to your eyeballs. I don't, I don't, but it was really cool for them to explain it to me. And I probably would have freaked out a little bit, but all in the wild, then I would have had this experience, right? I, I guess maybe it's just me because I like to hike and I like to be amongst the trees, but it is just the fresh air in your nostrils, livens you up, excites your bones, gets you moving and it activates your muscles, right? What more do you want to get your exercise in than to have the scenery and the fresh air and the natural fauna, right? Um, and that's what Grand Mesa National Forest is going to give you. It's It was absolutely breathtaking. In, in fact, I just didn't want to leave. At the very end, there was like this beautiful little stream and I just stopped and videoed it because I just wanted to like hear it as many times as I wanted to. Like a picture is worth a thousand words, right? But having that sound of the stream and no one near me, no, no major roads or anything. It was, it was just so relaxing and it takes you back there like instantaneously. So 
there's another one, the Colorado National Monuments right there. Oh, man. So we went, we usually go there probably almost every single time we're in Grand Junction to watch a sunset because they're just, they're gorgeous. Grand Junction's got more of a deserty feel, yet they have a lot of green. It, when I first went there, I thought it was like a phoenix, but it really isn't, but it has a lot of similarities. So the Mesa is like flat mountains all around, and Grand Junction sits down in this valley of these flat mountains. So you can drive up on the southern end of this mesa and watch the sunrise or sunset. Well, I guess you can watch the sunrise too. I just don't get up that early. So we were we went up, drove up, and we're driving down and just watching everything. And it was getting pretty dark. But we're like, we stopped the car to get yet another picture, I'm sure. And I looked over there and I'm like, hey, what town's up there? It was just super bright. Like all of a sudden, just like super, super bright in the sky. And we're like, hmm, not quite sure. Like I don't, I can't think of anything because it's too far north for this. It's not, you know, come to find out it was the harvest moon rising. It was the most beautiful thing I have ever laid eyes on, ever laid my eyes on. If only I could speak. Maybe I should have a drink. Maybe a Palisade brouhaha. Just kidding. And it was it was absolutely just gorgeous. It looked like an entire city was just coming to light up over the mesa. And it was this moon that was so big, you, you felt like you could reach out and touch it. It was so gorgeous. I will try to remember to put a picture up on my Instagram story. if Or maybe in a story. Maybe I'll put it. I don't know. We'll think about that closer to the time of this being launched of this episode. Yeah, it was un- it was unbelievable. Well, that same area that we were looking towards is actually it's north of one I-70. And that particular area was in the paper because they were trying to map out a 5K there a couple years back. And the guy was mapping out he they stumbled upon dinosaur bones. It's so uncharted up there. That can you imagine like, oh yeah, we're gonna have a 5k or 10k or whatever they're doing, some K. And you can't you have to reroute your route even as you're discovering it because now they're excavating dinosaur bones because you found them while you're trying to figure this out. So there's just so much going on in the land of Colorado. If I must say it again, it's my favorite place to be. And of course, golfing. I'm sure every, there's golf resorts everywhere, but hey, I mean, if you're going to have everything, you might as well have everything. So definitely can take up some golf and skiing at Powderhorn is only 45 minutes away. So all those things you can do in Grand Junction, if I haven't convinced you already that you need to go visit, you need to go visit and at least, you know, drive through on 70 when it's open because it's Beautiful. Natural waterfalls along the sides of the mountains just flowing down and not into the street, but straight down and under. And then the kayakers along the river next to you. And mm, I, I just, I can see it so clearly every single time. Sometimes you're in like these big valleys of area. And other times you're in these squishy little like, oh my gosh, don't look down. It's super tight, but it's still just beautiful. And you can't stop staring at the snow-capped mountains or the red of the side of the mountain or the trying to find the mountain goats or, I mean, oh, geez, Louise. I think I need to get back there soon. I'm so excited just talking about it. And it's been a little while since we've been there. 
So listen up next week when I tell you all about our camping trip to see three springs in southern Missouri. I'd love for you to rate and review the show, share with a friend, and spread the love. Email me or leave a comment in Instagram with show ideas, questions, or comments. A to Z with Amy Z at gmail.com.